This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends. And we are now nearing the end of the year. We're on the brink of the new year. Mm. And I am so privileged to have Rose Ruder with us, blessing us into the new year. And Rose has been in ministry for many, many years. And um, currently she's, you know, been, you know, she's an international minister of Word of Life and she gets invited via globally and locally and has a wonderful ministry online and on Facebook. And we are all following her uh, relentlessly. <laughs> we are I'm one of her biggest fans. Praise the Lord. And she's got also prophetic mentoring. Um, so many of us on on this platform. So Rose, thank you so much for joining us this thank afternoon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's such a joy to be here. Good afternoon, family and friends. And yes, we are on the brink of 2023 but I first need to do a bit of admin we have a whatsapp line on 081-729-1657 and an sms line 37988 and a telegram number which is the same as our whatsapp number 081-729-1657 and our facebook is 729 Cops a Council. And please go onto our Facebook. There is so much activity, so much happening there. It's such an exciting time of the year. A lot of our, um, so much information and just come and interact. We'd like to get to know you better. But we've also got a counseling department, which is 021-9177-000. And you can just dial option one and we can help you pray for you or direct you to what whichever way we can help you but you know as you know my program is called rise and we are going to rise in 2023 and i have rose really in this studio with us from word of life ministries and she's just been forever such an encouragement to so many of us over the years and yes rose you know we've been through a difficult time in this yeah. this year and yeah. post-COVID, you know, mm. uh, mindsets and people are just, you know, disillusioned and, you yeah. know, depleted and stretched beyond measure so on true. all levels, you know. So what is, what is it that we, that you have experienced in this year while you've been ministering and trying mm. to get, you know, people's morale up and, you know, where have we been um, worldwide as well as locally? Yes, that's a very, very good question. Um, I would say from the onset of lockdown till now, so what are we talking, two years, people have been in isolation, separation, churches either closed or uh, half their numbers, only 50% of people came back to church. Uh, businesses closed, loved ones passed away, the hospital systems were under immense pressure. Um, it's probably the most catastrophic world event in our lifetime. And uh, where were people? Well, I must say that in March 2020, the Lord spoke to me very clearly, said, get onto Facebook, no time to practice. Yes, I, I just <laughs> love the way the Lord speaks to me. He speaks in my language, and uh, he's so direct. 
So there was no time to do makeup lessons or um, lighting or anything, just an iPhone and a tripod and off we went. I remember the first couple of, uh, if I can say, shows or um, sessions, I blinked a thousand blinks because I was so <laughs> nervous. I eventually had to take the camera further and further away. But you know what? You settled into it. So where were the people then? The people were hungry mm. and they, we did 900 messages in the first sort of year and a half. Yes, you were so incredibly committed and faithful. Amazing. I mean, I know for days when I was ill, I don't know what I would have done without the ministry. <laughs> That's all we did. We would just sit behind cameras and just talk, sometimes twice a day and seven days a week. And, and I must say then in the beginning, people were in a little bubble. So they weren't screaming at the pressure. They are now. But they weren't screaming at the pressure. They were going, yay, we get time off work. Oh, we get to reunite with our families. My goodness, I'm going to spend time with my husband. And the children were back off the, uh, wherever they were running around. And so there was a honeymoon period until people started, in your own family, started getting sick started having to go to hospital, and then people were like, where is God? Mm -hmm. There was a whole big swing to why did God allow it? And I don't believe that God is the author of sin or sickness. I believe that God can capitalize on these things, and God mm -hmm. can reshape lives through traumas. But he's not the one that brings the trauma. And neither does he give us over to the tormentor to train us because he's a good father. And he doesn't have to send us to a tormenting neighbor for discipline. So why would – it's not the devil and it's not God. Um, we don't, the devil doesn't have access to us any longer. You know, mm -hmm. Once the blood was sprinkled on the mercy seat, the enemy just can't go before the Lord like he did with the question around Job's life. We're living in a new covenant and a covenant of grace and God's love. So what happened in this time? We came back to God. Yes. <laughs> and we really started bringing loads of people that were just weren't reachable. Yes. You know, especially with the online ministries that were coming out, just popping all over the world. Yes. And just going into homes again. Exactly. You know? And I think the churches became and started looking completely different. Totally different. Mm. Different. And tell me, you know, what was your experience about being able to reach nations in this time? Well, you know, did, was it the same experiences that they were having, you know, locally as oh, well that's as true. Was that? It was a worldwide epidemic. Mm. So, um, I'm so proud of our nation that we have come through and we no longer wear masks and our restrictions are lifted. There are many nations that are still under lockdown, particularly China, Hong Kong, mm. and um, we're quite a resilient nation. But now talking about reaching nations, um, it's a bittersweet situation because before all of this, I was traveling to nations. Yes. And I love that. I know. But now we're reaching nations without leaving our home. And that's also excellent important. and important. And so, yes, and the nations were beginning to 
uh, be reached with the gospel. Nations that weren't as open to the gospel were being reached for the gospel because of desperation. And Mm. desperation brings hunger, and hunger brings the presence of God. So, yes, it's been a terrible situation. Nobody wants to ever go through it again. It's changed lives forever. A lot of loss. But in it all, we came back to our first love. We did. We did. And tell me, you know, for instance, the um, you were talking about the aftermath. Yes. You know, suddenly it was like the tsunami, the wave was coming, and then the tsunami happened. Yes. And, you know, in this time, you know, people's morale has really gone all the way because there is no, nothing to recover to. That's right. You know, and it takes time to recover. Yes. So how are you finding um, to having to navigate you know, encourage people on a daily basis. Well, it's very interesting, Renette, that you use the word tsunami because that is exactly right, that you said there's nothing to recover. Because with a tsunami, the gate that was there is no longer there. The fence Mm -hmm. that was there swept down, you know, down the road and you don't have the same the same parameters. So as we've come through COVID and out the other side, education was affected. Um, banking system was affected, medical systems were affected, travel was affected, and you can go through every mountain of the seven mountains and say they were all affected. So we couldn't go back to the base plate. The only base plate we have is Christ, the solid rock. And so for years and years, there's been a movement to conquer the seven mountains and bring Christians in. Now the mountains were gone. They were swept away. Uh, Children were being educated at home. Everything changed. You couldn't go to – when you went to your doctor's room, you parked in the parking area. Yes. eh? And the doctor fetched you at the car. You weren't allowed to sit in the waiting room. It all seems so foreign now. But everything about order, discipline, and systems were gone. Everything. Gone. And and so I find people are very much not on the front foot. They are standing both feet in the past, hoping for the past to come back. But because it's not coming back, they're starting to ask the right questions. Sure. Yeah. That is incredible. Yes. Because, you know, I'm just thinking of what you said now about we're still wanting the normal to look normal. Same, same. Same, same. And we want to go back to the familiar patterns exactly. and the familiar expectations. Yes. And that is where I think people cannot shift and move forward from. Yes. You know, they don't know how. They don't. So know. now you're saying the, the questions. And what are you hearing out there? So um, we are having people that are saying the church is redundant. The church is not relevant. The church is only online. The church is going back to the old, the New Testament of house to house. Everybody has an opinion, but none of us has proper language for what God wants to do. I believe it's not a, ch- a time of deconstructing the church. It's a time of changing the culture of the church. And that means that it's not going to be hierarchical. It's going to be Jesus is the Lord of all. Mm. Jesus is the head of the church. The shepherds are going to shepherd the people. The prophets are going to encourage the people. The fivefold ministry is going to be running in the fields with the people. Yes. We're no longer going to have our little ivory towers where people throw money at you and like, oh, this is the prophets of the nation. Mm. No, the fivefold ministry, the only purpose we have is to train the people to do the work of the ministry. So what has happened, it's made, for myself personally, it's made 
made it so exciting because I love people. Mm. And there's nothing more irritating for me than to go to a very big organization and be kept like the prize fighter in the back room. And then mm. on the third song, they lead you out, you know, do yes, not touch God's anointed. <laughs> and I always used to slip out the back door and go and hug the people and just mm. tell them how beautiful they look. Mm. So the news, the, the way the culture of the church is changing is so exciting. We're becoming a tribe. We're becoming a people. We're becoming a kingdom. We're becoming a family. But where does that leave the unsaved? The unsaved is looking now and saying, where is the real Christian and where is the real church? Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. And, you know, I'm just, you know, listening to what you say now is that the Lord is expecting the fields to be plowed now. Yes. And we need to be out there getting our hands in every area, getting our hands and our feet dirty and going in amongst the the communities. Absolutely. And I mean, I've been watching your ministry just being invited to all kinds of, you know, <sighs> lovely, like intimate, beautiful, uh, where you have nice, impactful uh, events. Yes. Where women are just being invited and yes. lives are being changed, not just women, men and women. Of course. Um, you've just had a great uh, weekend now. Yeah. So, and what is it that the family is seeking as a unit? You know, I find many husbands are coming back to faith because the women have been running nonstop. Mm -hmm. It's just like women have emotion and their emotions are met by gentle Jesus and powerful God. Men are working really hard to put food on the table Mm. and their minds are being engaged by other men that are also very heady. Mm. And they love God, but they have no time. Mm. And when they work from home, that was even a greater pressure because they had to work with their children and their wives around them. It was very difficult. Mm. And, of course, we saw all the hilarious adverts of little children climbing up the father's leg while he's on the (laughs) Zoom. (laughs) Or he forgets and he gets up and he's in his sleep shorts. Yes. (laughs) All those things. Uh, But Mm. um, in the family, I feel that uh, moms and dads together, uh, I have had a lot of men come to the meeting on Saturday. Oh, beautiful. And um, they w- walk away going, we love that gathering is so natural now. Yes. We love that it's not, not stiff and starchy. Yeah. Mm. We love that you address everyday issues. We mm. love that we can laugh until we nearly fall off the chairs. Fantastic. And we go away filled with the joy of the Lord. Filled. Because the kingdom of God is love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's so amazing. So now, uh, where the husband used to go sit in the bedroom when the ladies had their ladies around, they are now inviting couples to come to their home. And I say to these young couples, you just gather another neighbor and I'll come. And they go, are we allowed to? Absolutely. I said, whose permission are you waiting for? Exactly. They went from house to house. you people free as well as, as uh, pastors and ministers? And yes. you're not just huddled up in one little setup. One little building. It just gives you freedom. Just exactly. say, I'm going. Like, you've moved so much from the southern suburbs to the 
northern, northern suburbs. I mean, just doors have opened up here and people are just writing you crazily to, to this side of the world. So it gives you freedom as well. Yes. So praise the Lord that our our leaders, our church leaders are accessible, yes. available, freer, yes. uh, not so tied up to yes. um, the parameters of a You're building. You're so true. Eh? Mm. That really and financially tied up as well. Uh, that's right. That's right. Mm. And uh, the competition of how many people you have. Yes. That was so big. Yes. Like we so are, important. They first ask you, where are you? And you say you're based in such and such. And how many people do you have? Exactly. And the Lord just said to me one day, um, I never started the competition. And he said, I want you to know, Rose, you never enlisted in the competition. And I said, no, because, Lord, you always said you'll go to the small groups. Mm. You will go to the back places back and beyond. And, I, and don't get on the circuit. Because when you get on the circuit and you do a particular flow of churches, then you only work within that flow. Mm. And the Lord said, stay off the circuit. Praise because Lord. he knew what was coming and he knew what he was doing. He knew us before the foundation of the yeah. earth. So let me just think about that question again. Where are the families or did you say where are the yes. people? But I yeah. think we're going to just take a break okay. now and then we can... Start that. I don't want to lose the momentum of that question. It's very important, you know, especially for this new season that we're going into. Yes, absolutely. Okay, we're going to just take a break and we'll be with you straight after this. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us. As I said earlier on, we have Rose really in the studio with us from World of uh, Word of Life Ministries, and you know, she's just going to share with us what we can expect for 2023. How do we navigate and prepare ourselves as a family unit, as an individual, um, as a nation uh, for 2023, Rose? Gosh, that is exciting, but quite a loaded question. Mm, I know. (laughs) From the individual to the family to the nation, but they all are interconnected, quite rightly asked. Uh, Well, I believe that 2023 is the year of the camel, and uh, biblically now, I'm not talking about any other stargazing, and it refers to the camels of Midian shall bring the riches from afar, and it's connected with the wealth of the uh, wicked will be turned over to the righteous. Sure. That is wonderful. And it's quite interesting because I believe 2023 is going to be the time of lands, houses, and buildings uh, for the kingdom because the kingdom needs to get back into place. And Mm. the kingdom is that we will see hospitals run by churches in the kingdom and even banking systems run by Christians. And no, I'm not looking for a utopia on earth. We know that uh, his kingdom will come but we'll also progress from here to heaven. There'll be a new heaven and a new earth. So I'm not trying to redeem the earth and hug the trees. That's not yes, what I'm saying. I but I am saying that God is coming back for a glorious bride, not a limping old. Bent over buckles. Exactly. Mm. And so uh, the Bible very clearly says that when there is darkness on the earth and deep darkness on the people, so your light will shine. And the darker the situation gets, the brighter the church gets. And people, are, people are saying, where are the sons and daughters of God? Mm-hmm. And so all that we've been through up until now, with all the shaking and the stretching, has been a preparation for the season. And so we need to keep our eyes on the Lord and not on the government and not on political things. and not. You see, these things were there when Jesus was on the earth. 
And he didn't address that. He didn't come back for that. He didn't come to the earth for that. He came to birth a bride out of his side as he went to the cross and, uh, and establish a people for himself. Mm. Um, and so uh, in this 2023, we have to be really careful that we do not get caught up in uh, the downswing of the economy and this thing that's not working and ESCOM and we really need to keep our eyes on the Lord because if he was faithful even in the time of the plagues and the Israelites had light in their homes, etc., etc., and the blood on the lintel, the real blood of Jesus was shed and we are covered and he's going to look after his people and he's going to protect us and we're no longer going to be the tail. We're going to become the head. Mm -hmm. And the world is going to consult with the believer and say, what do we do here? How did you get through this? And so I'm actually very excited for where we are and I believe that we are also uh, on the brink of bringing in the largest harvest the world has ever seen. Yes. It's harvest time. And right now the tears and the wheat are growing together and the Lord says, don't do anything about it. Don't don't uh, be premature. Just wait. And um, and so I believe that the church will – no, let me start here. People often say to me online, they say, can we join you? I said, well, there's nothing to join. <laughs> yes. Nothing to join. Mm-hmm. I am no different to any other digital speaker. So you can come on. I'm like supplementary feeding. You can come on and <laughs> listen anytime and grab hold of I'm it. I'm glad the whole membership thing is on, on its way out. <laughs> yes. So if you want to join, then I encourage you to find a local church because mm. the local church is where your family, tribe, and and the local church is where you fellowship. The local church is where you worship. Interact. The local church is not going away. We're still going to have buildings for conferencing and training and teaching. But the difference is that we don't keep the people on for another 35 years. We send them to do the work of the ministry. Yes. And so South Africa is in such an amazing place. The Lord said to me the other day, I was so shocked when it came forth. And the Lord said, South Africa, South Africa, you that is, uh, you that are on the continent of this, uh, on the the bottom of the continent of Africa, because you have not hidden your light, I have kept you. You will become not the breadbasket. South Africa, you will not become just the breadbasket of Africa, but you'll become the breadbasket of the world. For I have mm. put wealth within this continent. And yeah, I was like. What? Where did this come from? And it's like the Lord reminded me of the prophecies we've had so many years, not just the fire prophecies, the prophecies where the Lord has said people will come from everywhere around the world to South Africa for one gift, and that is the gift of healing. And when they get off the bus, the train, the plane, however they come, before they even get to a gathering, they will be healed. That we are the cape of good hope. That we are the table set before for the people, even with the enemy at our back, that we have a mountain called Signal Hill, that we have the 12 apostles, that we are a city beautiful for situation. So mm, That is so incredibly so beautiful. Inc- incredible. So Radio uh, Cape Pulpit, I can only say over you as well, thank you for being a light. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being consistent. Thank you for bringing the gospel, whether it was a good or a bad season. Mm. And fruit is going to uh, 
spring forth on the oh, tree the of Lord. your ministries you. here. And there have been dark seasons where you still put the word out and thought, you know, is it going to go anywhere? And now it's going to be in people's pockets. You know, mm. on the, your app is on the, in their pocket, on their cell phones. Incredible. And when the times are we dark, receive that. when the times are dark, they'll put in those earphones mm. and they will, because they'll want the good news because you cannot find any good news in a time of darkness. Mm. And so our, our message is now. It's a now and a future message, and it's so exciting. So the church is relevant, but her culture has been changed. Amen. Oh, this is such an – I'm actually so encouraged and so excited for what God's got planned for us as, as the universe even because, yes. you know, even though there is so much distraction and so much uh, – but the fact that the focus is shifting yes. onto God, God and Jesus himself. Yes. And we know that he is in the wars of of all throughout you know all the unprecedented times that we've yes. been in. And he this is nothing new to him. Not nothing at all. here surprises him. No. But he's still on his original assignment and consignment yes. to get as many people saved yes. and turning back to him. Yes. Absolutely. So we're very, very excited of uh, in yes. this time. So Rose, I just want to, you know, we're going to take another quick break, and as this pro the program's ending, you know, I would like us just to see how we can go through, uh, you know, what is it that we need to look out for, and how do you, you know? I just want you to minister in our sure. the last se session and just pray for us and yes. pray into uh, the new year and yes. minister just on what we can expect yes. and be expectant in this time because, yes. you know, with the faith, uh, with our faith being tested to the way it's wow. been on all levels, there's not one area of our lives that wasn't affected in these last three so years. So true. It was, we were knocked sure. to the ground and knocked. you said about this, the tsunami, it yeah. wiped us out, out. but yeah. it's re time for us to be rebuilt yes so how do we how are we going to go into that so we're going to take a break now and then we will meet with you straight after this wonderful good afternoon family and friends and as mentioned we are heading straight into 2023 shortly and it's such a privilege and honor to have Rose Rudy in the studio with us and I'm just going to take this last session of our um, program, my program, and just ask her to minister and pray into uh, 2023 and just give us some glimpse of hope and joy and expectation for 2023. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, Rose. It's been such a, it's such a blessing. Thank you very much. What a, a wonderful opportunity. I believe that to, um, 2023 is going to be the year of launching of many into ministry and not into pulpits but into ministry in the highways and the byways. I also want to just say to all of those of you that have lost jobs, lost companies, lost momentum, don't uh, be discouraged. Uh, it's the Lord that has gone ahead for he has a better plan than the plan that you had. You know, the Jeremiah 29, 11 says, the Lord has a plan to prosper and not to harm you, to give 
a hope and a future and expected end. And sometimes we want to go back to the old familiar, same old, same old, because we're comfortable. And if nothing else, we are not no longer comfortable. We are sometimes feel that the call of God leaves us scared spitless. <laughs> yes. And that's the sure. truth because if we could do it ourselves and it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And mm -hmm. we always say that to businessmen. Don't be surprised that when you start a business, it's all hell breaks loose and it's difficult. If it was that easy, everybody would be a success and be doing it. And it, there is um, there is re-looking at the vision. There is shutting yourself away with God for him to impact you. And then there is a season of release. And we have been in the place of being come alone with him and the door shut. Now is the time of release. And I want to say that Esther did not go back to the mirror to see if she was ready. When it was time, it was time. And you know what her attitude was? If I live, I, if I perish, I perish but I'm mm. not going to hold back. And she went before the king and asked her a question and it was granted. And so you'll only really grow your business, your marriage, your community and mature your gift and calling and ministry while you're in it, not while you're sitting in the grandstand watching the rugby player on the field telling him that he's so stupid because he missed the ball. It's <laughs> only, oh. don't we? It's only when you're on the field yourself that you begin to be stretched and grow. And I want to encourage every listener and say you are about to step into the most exciting season you've ever stepped mm. into yes, and because the Lord is blowing in your back you're like a little sailing ship but the waters were too shallow so the ship couldn't go anywhere it was almost the bottom was sticking in the sand but now the Lord has blown into your sails and charted you as this big sailing ship into deep waters and deep waters and oceans speak about nations and so there's a call to nations now as our nation of South Africa is going to be a nation of fire God is going to give each one that is a believer a fiery torch to take to another nation and they will go into the highways, the byways and the desert places and bring revival and come back to this nation and pick up that fiery torch again and go again and again and so the people of God are being released into the into the nations and then the gift of God that is really relevant for everybody right now is the gift of the prophetic the Bible says do not prevent anybody prophesying it says earnestly desire spiritual gifts and most of all that you will prophesy and it says all can prophesy as long as they prophesy in part because it's edification exhortation and comfort so mm. we are a prophetic nation and we are a prophetic people, and we uh, need to live by the prophetic breath of God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit created the earth by the prophetic word of let there be light, let there be the firmament, let there be this, let there be that. Mm -hmm. And our words can either be blessings or curses. And I say for 2023, may it be a blessed year of restoration. May it be a blessed year of transformation. May it be a blessed year of... Of revival. 
May we be revived in our marriages, our businesses, and in our nation. May the, the mines be open. May the diamonds begin to be sent forth. May the silver and the gold that is hidden in our land become a reality again. And uh, that we'll be an exporter and not an importer. Watch and see what God's going to do for what we, we seem to be the nation that's left for last. But we will not be a last nation. Amen. We'll be a first nation. Wow, that is incredible. We are so, you know, we are in such a beautiful country. Yes. And, you know, I think we had to go through this. It was yes. like almost had to be burned to the ashes. True. Because, you know, this is when the new things come up. That's so we true. are yeah, in Cape Town, you know, with the Fainbos and, you know, yes. the Western Cape with its, uh, you know, the Pro way we the, the Proteus and that. And, you know, the seeds have been lying dormant, like yes. the Proteus sometimes uh, lies for almost 90 years. Yes. Uh, and then suddenly when the heat comes on, it grows. And yes. And great, you know, this beautiful for, um, you know, greenery comes. Yes. And this is, I think, where we're at right now. Yes. You know, the country is, you know, our nation is just coming to a point where we are burnt, but the seeds are lying, been lying dormant. Oh, what a picture. Is this not an incredible time to be in? And yeah. we're just looking so forward to what 2023 is going to give us. Yes. And the new growth, how our country is just going to grow into this mighty um, resilient can take on the fires and can That's take right. on the onslaughts of of nature, yes. and that we are just going to be a victorious country. Amen. Amen. So, Rose, just you know, if you can just pray for us in this yes. time, this last few minutes, and yes. you know what we can look, for, you know, what yes. we can expect with yes. the, with Abba Father. Wonderful. Before I pray, I must say that um, we are no longer going to die a death of disappointment. As Amen. a nation, we have often felt like our breath was taken away mm. of promises, and then you die of disappointment. And I believe that God is turning that around. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say that though we feel like we have been birthed under many different pharaohs, the mm. Lord himself is going to be our father. He's a, he, this is our fatherland under the father of all fathers. Let's Praise pray. Father, I want to thank you for each and every listener, those that are listening now and those that will receive this recording through friends, that they will take hold of your word and take hold of your promise. I pray, Father, for families, for those that have suffered great loss, not only of material things, but even of lives. And I ask you, Lord, to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free, Father, to open the prison doors, that those that have been stripped of dignity and even stripped of their gifting and ministry, been marginalized, been battered and bruised, that you will come and you'll kiss them with the kisses of heaven again, that you will strengthen them in the areas that they have been plundered. I thank you that your word says this is the season uh, to restore and repay what the locust and the canker worm have eaten and destroyed. I thank you, God, that you are not just interested in making us what we were, but you are interested to make sure that we are exactly on time. I thank you that you are the one that accelerates times and seasons and shortens the days of oppression for the sake of the very elect. We sure are a blessed people and we say thank you, Father. The Lord says, even as your tears have fallen 
out of your eyes, down your face and into the ground. They have not escaped me, my people, for I have seen the disappointment and I have seen the regret and I have seen the adversity and the hardship. And these tears have come before me as a memorial, says the Lord. And I want you to know, my people, that I have mixed your prayers with the incense of heaven and I will turn it back onto the earth and the result will be change, supernatural change. You will hear my voice even in a whisper. You'll hear my voice even on the rooftops. For I am the Father and I am the God that leads my people into all truth. My hand is upon you. My hand is there to bless you and not to break you, for I am your Father. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for our nation. We thank you, Father, that your eye is on the nation, that you are coming back for nations. And our hearts just swell with gratitude that you have kept us even in this fiery trial. And we're standing filled with hope, expectation that 2023 will be the year of restoration, reformation and revival and a harvest in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Oh, I just cannot wait for what God's got planned to do amen. with us. And Rose, thank you so much. It's been such a privilege and such an honor to have you here thank this afternoon. You. May the Lord just continuously use you in this new season of your thank ministry you. in a mighty way that you just reach countless people and that they will just turn back to the Lord with so much joy, peace and hope. And that is what I want to bless you listeners and thank you for being part of my year. This year you've been such an encouragement and my guests have just added so much value to my program. I have been so honored and so privileged. So I just want to thank you for being part of my world and part of my life and really encouraging me and uh, rooting for me and uh, being there for our for each, you know, that we've been there for each other. And I just want to bless you this new year coming and that you can just go into it expectant with joy and peace. Please be at peace and may the Lord's strength just rest on you as you enter the 2023 and may the Lord just bless you and your families and your colleagues and in the marketplace and your finances and may you just prosper and in every area of your life may the Lord just provide provide for you and protect protect you hmm. on all levels so we're just saying goodbye to you this year uh, into the new year and we will see you on the other side of 2023 and uh, goodbye and have a wonderful wonderful new year see you soon goodbye this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. please visit kpulpit.co.za